0: everyone welcome back to another episode of Two Brothers One Mike season five episode five where today we're going to be talking about New Year New Me. Now we've talked about this in the past. That was more of a rant. Uh, I'll give it I'll give it the yeah i call it a rant. Uh but today's gonna to be a different approach. Today's going to be one of those things that Tony just explained to me. It's one of those, well if you must, I mean if this is something that you want to do, I mean it's not it's not the most horrible thing. Uh, but if you're going to hey you know what? How about we give you a little inspiration, some motivation It's got to get that new year started off, but not just for the new year. I think what's more important is that um, we can give you kind of the kick in the pants three, four months from now. Uh, I think that that's probably going to be a little bit more effective than doing things right now. You right now, you're self-motivated three, four months from now, when you're in that routine, you might need to listen to this podcast
1: again. So anyways, Tony, how are you doing today? Good. Good. I'm doing good. Um, Excuse me for a second. We're into that thing again joe we were just talking about this off the air uh where every year around this time um uh i get that that cough and and i can't talk and uh when we were doing audio only ladies and gentlemen uh i was able to you couldn't see me so while joe was talking or i would i'd get that silent cough off to the side now you could see me so i mean that might not that may not work but um bear with me through the winter. I don't know why this happens every year when it comes to my coughing and losing my voice and all that jazz. Um, Happy New Year, Joe. So, you know, we're doing this show and people are saying, well, you're a little late on that because that's, you know, (laughs) January 25th now. That's when this show will air. And then you're really late if someone's listening to it in July uh, because obviously it stays with Two Brothers One Mike right there in the bank forever after it starts streaming on Wednesday, January 25th at 9 a.m. But it's actually January 2nd uh, when we're actually doing the show, ladies and gentlemen. We do not do the shows one day before they're actually supposed to air. And we try not to do that. We've, we've run into that. We've, we've tested the waters, Joe, uh, a few times with that. That's not going to work. Um, so we try to stay ahead of the game, which is why you see the Christmas stuff up still behind me. It's only January 2nd. That'll stay up, Joe, until what? January 7th, usually, traditionally, uh, Orthodox Christian. Uh, And so uh, Christmas is January 7th, even though, I don't know too many. Do you know any, uh, let's just stay with the Greek community, because Orthodox doesn't necessarily mean just Greek. I hate when people say Greek Easter, Greek Christmas. It's not Greek, it's Orthodox. Um, So, you know, you could be Serbian Orthodox, you could be Russian Orthodox, you could be Greek Orthodox and it's Orthodox. So recognizing the birth of Jesus on January 7th um, or recognizing Easter, our Easter's rarely match up with the Catholic Easter. Uh, The Catholic Easter is sometimes a month before the Orthodox Easter. Um, But so, you know, that being said, you know, when we do our shows, it could kind of get confusing to people as to why the Christmas stuff is still up and it's all the way at the end of January. Although I do know some people leave it up what, I, I've seen, I'm not lying to you, I've seen Christmas lights in July still on houses, those little icicle things hanging down. I think they just said, forget it, leave them up. Um, and and if you haven't figured it out yet, folks, we're going off the cuff today. As you can see, I'm actually allowed to do this today, where I just go off. My ADD works with these shows, Joe, because why? I, I could go off the cuff. I'm all over the place right now. New Year, New Me. We did an audio show, which I think... Um, you can add in the description of this podcast. uh, Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and in that show, it was a rant. It was us saying, why does it have to be January 1st? Why can't it be August 19th? Why can't it be November 8th? Why can't it be October 2nd? Why can't it be March 8th, 9th, 10th? It doesn't have to be January 1st. I guess this show today, in our off-the-cuff edition, um, is more about, okay, if you have to be um, January 1st of every year where you're going to change something, where you're going to approach something, whether it's your business, whether it's you know personal life, whether it's you know eating, exercising, um, spiritual life, whatever it is you're looking at that you need to change. If it has to be on January 1st, how do you approach it so that February 1st, you don't quit, you know? January 1st, the gym is packed. February 1st, it's an echo throughout the gym, you know. And so basically, as I have to fix these, these aren't going to be on my head much longer, ladies and gentlemen. And I know our mother is extremely happy about that. She said, I look like a pumpkin, Joe. She said, you look like a pumpkin with those things on your head. I'm saying, folks, it doesn't matter that I'm 52 years old. We still, our mother has, she, she'll she tell you how it is, right? She'll tell you, you know, and our dad just shakes his head. <laughs> but but mom still tells it like it is. So I gotta get these things off my head because now everyone sees the pumpkin, right? And I don't know my head, my head. How does my head look like a pumpkin, Joe? I don't even, I, I think I have the smallest head on the face of the earth. But um, so I have to get rid of the headphones now, and I have to get the Air AirPods, which I have. But
0: I, I think know? I think what it is is it, it it rounds your head like it's naturally an oval, but then when you put that on, it's it's got that round top. I don't know. I don't see it, but sure, whatever. Well, you, you see what I'm saying? She could have
1: explained it that way. She hurt my feelings that day. I was, oh, she just said you look like a pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Folks, let me tell you something. We learned at a very young age not to take everything personal. <laughs> um, Sebastian Maniscalco always talks about how Joe, growing up in the in the 80s, and 90s, the 70s, 80s, 90s, you couldn't take that stuff personal, right? People told you straight up how it was, and you just have to accept that and, and move on with your life. It was, you know... It, the 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 butt hurt to the snowflake, uh, type of approach was not really existent back then, and I think that's what made us so resistant to it now, um, and why maybe we don't understand why it's so prevalent now that you know hurt feelings thing, maybe that could be a new year new me for some of you. Just saying, um, when we talk about this, you know, and I know we're going off the cuff today, we're all over the place. Well, I am. Um the thing that we want to do is if we're going to start this on January 1st we have to understand something here it has to be and Joe I I do this all the time with my athletes okay I I try to give them an approach when they're approaching an exercise be it for strength be it for agility flexibility uh we'll, we'll I'll pick one uh we'll, we'll go with agility so if we're doing a ladder drill anybody out there who's ever done ladder drills the agility ladder The goal is always to get to the end of the ladder, right? How fast can I get to the end of the ladder in this drill? Because you're working on agility and you're working on speed. And I always tell all my athletes, I don't care what age they are, you have to win the battle before you win the war. The war is the end of the ladder. But if you're not hitting every step in that ladder the way you're supposed to, if that technique isn't right, it doesn't matter how fast you get down there. Winning the war isn't going to happen unless you win each one of those individual battles. Every step, you have to make that technique work for you, and then speed comes, right? It comes with that. And when we're talking about this today, I want everyone to keep that saying in your head, win the battle in order to win the war. I mean, does that make sense? I think it makes sense. I mean, you you have to take that approach because it's technique, 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 then everything that comes with that is what helps you in that physical journey, that nutritional journey, that spiritual journey, of that journey with your business, that journey in your personal life, any any aspect of life, mind, body, and soul. I think that approach works. I mean, yeah, that's it's, personal. We've
0: been saying this since day one, you know, slow and steady wins the race, uh, you know, yeah. you, form over everything um and, and it, it it holds true especially for those that are just starting out now getting into the gym and and you know i know you want to go pedal to the metal and i understand that that mentality trust me um i with something that i've learned to, to put the brakes on the all or nothing attitude um because all all i ever did was result in me hurt <laughs> me injured me hurt uh you know and and weeks out of the gym um mm-hmm. and if if i didn't have the Uh, The routine that I have, those weeks out of the gym, they end up being, well, try again next year, Uh, you know, or next Monday. Oh, we'll start next Monday. It's always best to start on a Monday. I'll start next Monday. Uh, And then next thing you know, it's next month after this holiday and so on and so forth. I know that I'm probably preaching to a lot of choirs right now. So, you know, again, that's what we're talking about is just that whole thing about getting uh, each battle won before you look at that whole war. The war is at the end of the year. January 1 next year, January 1, 2024, when you realize what you accomplished in 2023, you would have won. You won a war. You definitely Uh won a war, provided you stick to that regiment.
1: Yeah. And, and And so what you're saying there, it fits perfectly with today's show as far as if you're going to make it January 1st, look at it in that particular fashion. Look at those 365 days, right? Those 52 weeks, those 12 months. And break it down day by day. Not where am I going to be December 31st? Where am I going to be January 2nd? Where am I going to be January 3rd? Where do I want to be January 4th? And there's a couple of different things you can do there. And we're going to talk about that in a second. But, you know, when you're talking about, okay, let me give you an example of something that I started doing. And I, I talked about this a little bit with Kurt and Rachel Tucker when we did the show on success with them. We bring them up often, and understandably so. And I wanted to start uh, reading just a scripture every day from the Bible. So from the spiritual side of things, that's what I wanted to do. Well, I made it a page now. So I read a page every morning. And I have not been good at it every morning. And uh, there's a couple reasons for that. We're going to talk about that probably a little bit later in the show, whenever it comes up, because this is off the cuff. So you never know when it's going to come up. But I try to make it a page now. I know where I'm at. It's very interesting. I'm I'm in Genesis chapter forty-two. I think verse three. Uh, that that's where I'm at right now, folks. And you're saying you're telling us that the first day you read in the beginning. Yes. And Joe, the funny thing about that is anybody who's ever attended Sunday school knows that I didn't have to read the first page, right? We know about the seven days. We know when he rested. We know but but I said I'm going to stick. So what exactly is you know what it is that I said I'm going to do, and so I read that first page knowing pretty much everything that I was going to read already. Now I'm getting into some stuff that I knew about, but but some stuff I didn't. So and and still I, it's interesting. And people are probably thinking to themselves right now: Listen, buddy, if you think you're going to read that whole entire book and you're only going to read a page a day, you're 52 years old. Okay, it's going to be interesting. I know that eventually, you know, a couple more pages, a couple more pages, and we'll go from there. What I do understand, though, also is this, I have the King James Version. Joe, do you remember we had those Bibles, I don't remember if they were Christmas presents, but remember our names were embroidered in the in the bottom of them? I still have mine. I still have, still have your- yeah, no. So So mine was to put away, I found it one day and I said, there's a reason I found this. Right, it was in a box in in a cubby hole, and there's a reason I found this. What's well, the King James version also? Anybody who reads any scripture from the Bible, you know that sometimes it's almost like you have to decipher it like a law book. You know, either what's the underlying meaning? So, so it does sometimes. I'll read a paragraph, I'll read a verse, and I'll say, okay, what are they, what are they saying here? And everyone has their own way of interpreting that, and, and so. Sometimes a page can take me fifteen minutes, ladies and gentlemen, because I want to really understand what I'm reading. I don't want to just read that version and and not know what I'm reading. So a page can be a little bit longer than normal. I think what's going to come down to is when I start reading and I know exactly when it is I'm reading. Each it'll probably be more like three pages to five pages, and I'll go from there. Uh, and so that's my approach. That's my goal. That's my goal. Well, you could say to me now, well, how many pages do you want on December 31st? Uh, One page a day. I want to win the battle. If I read more than one page a day, I'm ahead of the gate. And at the end of the year, if I add all that together, how many days in a year? If I look at the number on that page I'm on and it's 370, 375, I've done it. I've done what I wanted to do. And now I'm ready to set a new goal to win that new war by winning each battle each day in 2024. Make sense? It does. Uh, So a few things on that.
0: And and it's great. I mean, everybody, everybody, uh, you know, let me let me unclick my little thumb lock so I can actually speak and not worry about. Okay. A lot of times I use the space bar thing and, ah, when I start talking, I want to use the hands and I can't do that when I have to hold on the space bar. <laughs> all right. So, uh, hopefully the kids will, will maintain their, uh, quiet right now. But anyway, oh, he has kids. He has dogs. Yeah. It's, you know, they, they may, they may or may not make a cameo appearance. parents. Who knows? Um, okay. So first of all, yeah, though no, that's great. I mean, whatever it is that you do. Uh, you have a plan, and you're doing more than what a lot of others aren't, and if if that's the way you want to go about it, that's fine. Just to put it out there, though, for other people to also know that there's other ways of going about uh, how you go about reading your Bibles, just a couple. Um, one, every other year, I read the Bible throughout the entire year, uh, and so what I do, there's different plans are out there. There's chronological plans that you read X amount of chapters a day, sort of like what you're doing. There's other ones where you read two chapters from Old Testament, two chapters in New Testament uh, and by the 365th day you've completed the Bible. Now I only do that once every other year because there's a lot of reading that goes along with that, but just know that there are plans out there. Uh, one app that comes to mind that I'm using now uh, is is well, it's called Holy Bible, but it's by you Version. and they offer all these different plans and it's free, completely free. And what's wonderful with it is there's an audio to it as well, and this helps you, Tony, because if there ever uh, is a time where you don't have time to read, you're driving home from from Lansing or whatever, uh, what have you, you can actually hook it up right onto your to your radio, <laughs> play it right over your or whatever audio device. Put one AirPod in. You got your new AirPods. Put one in your one ear, and you can listen as many chapters as many you know as as you wish. You can make up for any time that you lost. And again, it 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 gives you, you know, uh, uh, whatever reading that you would have done for that day, and keeps you on track. Um, Another thing, send me, do me a favor, send me that app. Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna put it after the show. I'm gonna put a link. I'm gonna put a link link in the description for, uh, uh, you know, the one. Well, they have a website. You can get it through Android or through Mm -hmm. uh, the Apple Store. Um, Another thing too. uh, Then this is really cool. We have the King James versions. And that's that's can be a little difficult to read sometimes especially when you're first starting out there's a lot of vowels and arts and you know shells uh you know i i assure you the bible wasn't written at that time that was written uh i want to say i i cannot boy I, i'm not going to sit here and pretend that i know the dates but many years after after the original <laughs> text after the original text was found so there is um you know different versions right you look and see there's you'll find a. My goodness there's just multiple uh, new living translation is one that is a little bit more today a little bit more i don't want to say hip they just kind of give you a different meaning on on what's being said from that new king james version where you're you're like struggling to comprehend and what's nice is tony something else to think about a study bible so study bibles will give you two different versions they'll give you the king james and the new living uh something along that along those lines so you could look at the King James and then look at the New Living and kind of get an idea of what is being said. And what you're going to find sometimes is you're going to find a deeper meaning to what it is that you're reading, okay? One of the things that, you, uh, one of the main things that pops in mind, when you read the Greek, in the Greek version, for those of you who, who you know, you're fluent in Greek, one of the things that they talk about, uh, they talk about love, and in, 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 uh, it's called agape, Agape love, okay? Agape, agape. Agape, agape. So the thing is, agape love, yeah, when you read love, just basically in the Bible, you just say, okay, well, it's love. All right. But when you read agape love and knowing what that is, that is so much of a, a deeper love. It's like a huge reference. It's way more than just love. Like, I, lo- I love you like, I love you, you know, is one thing. This is no, like, really deep-rooted love. <laughs> and when you're putting it in context that, okay, well, yeah, but when they say that in greek this means something so much more it adds to what you're reading so a study bible is something also to consider or do both um one of the things that i like to do is uh, an application reading uh, i've talked about this before it's called your daily bread um sorry our daily bread uh odb ministries is actually something that that uh, opm ohio prison ministries they actually put that out to the to the inmates uh you know Prisoners in the jails, what have you, and that's why I first found these uh, these books. Um, They're little pamphlets, really, Uh, but they have an app as well, and Mm -hmm. it's nice because what happens is they will give you a story and they'll give you the scripture that applies. So it gives you. We're we're told to be more than readers of the word; we're to be doers of the word, and reading through these application books shows you how you apply it to your life to do. Not just read it. Anybody could read it, right? Uh, the idea is to be able to apply what you're learning, right? I mean, I, it was never meant just to be read. So you know, that's there's that too. So just a few choice things that you could also add in, um, or you know, do as you're doing now. I mean, you you got to start somewhere. It's just like we're talking about losing weight, and I tell folks, listen, start with the calories. Yeah, there's a lot more to a lot more to it. But it gets the ball rolling. It, it yeah. gets you. It gets you interested. When the yeah. weight starts coming off, you want to know more. You want to learn more. How do I? Okay. How do I get to that next level? Now you kind of catch. I'd say catch the bug, right? You get that fever for right. living a healthier lifestyle, right? Uh, but you know, start with the simple one thing, you know. Uh, and and so that's basically what you're doing right now. You're starting with that simple. But you never know what that evolves into. Because I assure you, I would not. I was not. Uh, reading every day, I was not, you know, reading the application every day. Starting to memorize verse now. There's there's different apps that are out there for for remembering verses. Uh, that's a kind of a huge thing too. The uh, kind of that is a huge thing too because again, when we talk about application to life, right? When you're remembering verses for different parts of your life, we talked about this just last week with Austin and, and Don Connolly. Yeah, uh, you know where Austin had Deuteronomy. Twenty three, three. I don't, cannot I, remember, but it was yeah. Deutero- It was a verse of Deuteronomy, right? That he was able to apply it to his life, and it helped him get through these re- very rough moments. That's the idea of memorizing scriptures, knowing, okay, no, no, no. Um, the Bible says, and the reason why that's important when you're quoting that verse, when you're saying what you tr- what you believe. You know, it's funny. A lot of people will say, "Well, look, I believe that you're not supposed to kill people." I believe you are not supposed to steal from people. I believe you are not supposed to lie. Well, why? What says it in the Bible? Well, what else does it say in the Bible? Because if we are going to give that kind of weight to one thing, you have to give it to it all. The entire Bible is God-inspired and God does not change. He does not make exceptions. He does not negotiate. He does not play let's make a deal. He is as he was back then, as he is now, which is why miracles still happen. That's why that episode exists. So there's a lot to unpack there,
1: and you know, that's that's
0: my more than two cents. I think.
1: Well, no, no, that's plenty of cents. That's that's yeah, that's two cents times four. But we're we're off the cuff, so yeah. it's legal. You're, so there's, you're, there's there's no <laughs> there's no flag. There's no flag. There's no red card. <laughs> um, you know, but but I want to just add several points to that. Real quick, quick points. Uh, number one, uh, much love, uh, in Greek, uh, when you tell somebody, I love you so much, it's, um, that is, that's, I just want to add that to the agape love that you were talking uh, about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then, um, when we talked about the different versions of the Bible, I started to smile because obviously it kicked in, my ADD went off and you were talking about the King James version, the Greek version, the living Bible and I thought about. Do you remember when we were younger? I don't remember if Mom and Dad bought us these or if the we got co- the comic them. books. The, the comic, comic books. book, yeah, there yes, were like of them. There absolutely. were like live of them, and it was like you know. So you know, if let's you know, we would be reading about Job, or we'd be reading about you know Jonah and the whale, or any any right of those stories. It Moses, was like, I, I remember Moses yeah. most of all. Uh, it was yeah. the Ten Commandments. We, yeah.
0: he's standing on top of the on top and of it's the, slip, a the Ten Commandments, yeah.
1: Just just like reading a car, like reading a comic. Uh, yeah. can't talk comic, comic page. page yeah. So that came into my head. And that's why I smiled. Yeah. I'm thinking in my head. Maybe I got to go find those. Where are they stored at? They got to be somewhere stored. I just remember uh, the Moses
0: one that had like a blue cover. He was on top of the cliff. They were worshiping the calf, and he was he was you know yelling at them for what yeah. they were doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was, so it was... so that that came into my head. Um, when, when you talk about different, um, ways, different ideas, as, as far as approaching your reading of the Bible, I know a lot of people will tell me, start with the gospels. Um, they, they say that a lot, you know, so, you know, the gospel according to Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Um, and, and I, I said, no, (laughs) I'm starting from the beginning. I'm stubborn, right? I'm stubborn. Yeah. So I have to, I want to know from the beginning, uh, even though we've grown up our whole lives, uh our our entire family all right uh it has always been strong in that so so it's not that we don't always hear about that it's not that we didn't learn from a young age it's it's that tony has to do his things his way sometimes so that's my way of setting a goal uh when it comes to that particular aspect here's another thing journaling now I think you know. Again, here, here they here. I'm going to say it again. Kurt and Rachel Tucker. Kurt was talking about journaling. He even, as I hit my cord and almost knocked my headset off, um, he talked about it a little bit in the show when we interviewed them, and he'll talk about it every time we talk to him. But he was talking about uh, journaling. I think a lot of people mix this up with diary. When diary is just everything going on in your life, you know, every trial and tribulation and you know, are you overcoming it, aren't you? What bothered you that day? What was great that day? What you were triumphant in that day, my body and soul. But I think what people have to understand is a journal is more of a benchmark. What are your goals? On a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a yearly basis. And then as you get to those benchmarks, whether it's at the end of the week, at the end of the month, or at the end of the year, Joe, you kind of look back at, you know, if you're talking about your business, if you're talking about your personal life, a goal you've set with your children, uh, or if you're talking about your spiritual life, a goal you've set with with reading the Bible, going to church, um, having prayer meetings, whatever it is in that aspect. Um, it's it's basically your approach, uh where was i and did i reach that goal and what do i have to do in my next journey in each battle to win that war that's what a journal is on a daily basis and journaling could be five minutes a day it could be 10 minutes a day it could be uh, 30 minutes a day and i, I tell you I-, I know a lot of people with the journal he's going to be on our podcast again very soon host of rising above david hess david is a journal guy uh, he keeps a journal he does his journal every morning. Uh, not, doesn't take him a long time, but he basically is just setting his goals for his podcast. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, when we hit, when we interview him for, for his personal life, um, he's got the rising above. He's got so many different things. He's adding to that. Now he has an apparel line. Uh, we'll talk about that when we interview, him. but, um, so where, where is he going in that journey? That's all in his, in his journal and he's setting benchmarks and so uh, you know, Kurt does the same thing early in the morning. His journal takes place. Some people maybe do their journal at the end of the day. Um, I I, I kind of do my journal. I've started doing it now. I like it to be in the beginning. I, I it just it feels right. It feels like that's where you start it. Is at the beginning of your day. My journal is about five minutes long. I, I don't have more time than that. If I'm going to to read my page, if I'm going to do my journal, get my Stuff ready for my day and head off to General Motors Lansing Delta. I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning and that's what I do, Joe. That's how I get my day ready. And there's one other thing I want to add to this before we hear from our sponsor today, our first sponsor. And that's, we're going to bring him up again, Admiral William H. McCraven. William H. McCraven. And that was the gentleman. And all you have to do is Google it Make Your Bed. it's, It's such an easy concept that people say, okay, we've heard you guys talk about this before. But again, I don't think people understand the importance of this concept. And the importance of this concept is this. When you make your bed, it's an easy task, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to stick with something easy, so you don't quit on February 1st, this is the easiest task in the world. Make your bed. It's the first thing I do every day. And... People say that's because you have OCD. Those who know me personally, and you cannot leave your house or your apartment, depending on where I'm at, uh, without that bed being made, folks. It's such an easy concept, and it's it's easy to form this. You know, from a habitual standpoint, it's such an easy habit, and because it's an easy thing to do, Joe, because it's an easy thing to do, it helps get you ready and get your mind ready for the heavier tasks ahead as the day goes on it's almost like it's almost like warming up the car in the morning on a cold day it just gets the body ready it gets the mind ready for slow and steady wins the race win the small battle as you continue to win the battles throughout the day so you can win the war and i'm telling you watch the speech he gives boy it, I thought it was at the Naval Academy he gave. It was not. It was he graduated from the University of Texas, if I'm not mistaken, and it was their graduation ceremony where he was invited as a guest speaker, and he gave that. It's an infamous. I mean, there's over a million views, easily over a million. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I I find
0: that you know, and and I've I've that's something that always pops in my head as I'm making my bed in the morning. Uh, I think about that that little speech, just the very idea that you know. Uh, you're accomplishing something already, right? Um, you know, for me, it's a, first thing in the morning. I'm drinking my coffee. I'm doing my reading. I'm having. I'm doing my prayer time. I'm taking care of everything that I take care of spiritually, mentally before anybody wakes up in this house and it's nice and quiet. And I'm enjoying. And when I'm all done, I have this little period five, ten minutes where I call coffee with Jesus and we just talk. Okay. And so that's sort of my thing. That is my kind of way to ramp things up. And then it's breakfast. Get the kids ready for school. Get them off to school. Beds are made. To, you know. And you move the point is a lot of times i wake up and i find myself real real angst for the day because oh, i got so many things i got to do today and i find that i spend more time being anxious about it than if i just started it like next thing i know when i do that when i start just you know what i'm going to get one thing done at a time living in the moment as opposed to i have five million things to do and obsessing over all the things at once um not only do i accomplish them all then i have i actually have time to do more And and sometimes choose to. Other times I decide I've done enough for today. (laughs) That's enough, Uh, you know, but it's 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 that whole idea, like you're saying, where you're getting up, you know, and and you're accomplishing task number one. And it sort of just kind of starts off your day. And even if you did nothing more, at the very least, you made your bed, Uh, you know, every time you walk in that bedroom, your bed is made. I mean, there's still that sense of accomplishment. As minor as it
1: may be, it exists. It does. And it's a, it's a mental game, uh, more than anything. Um, uh, we're going to take a break here. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hear from our sponsor. And as we go off into listening to that sponsor, Joe, I just want to tell you that my O's not my, my ADD (laughs) kicked in, And I just thought to myself when you said it, I wonder how Jesus would take his coffee. I wonder how, and that, that, that's going to be something that that's a good, that, that could be an entire, that could be a topic. I think it could be an entire topic. Who would we have as a guest? I don't know. Folks, we'll be right back after this message. Don't go anywhere. Two Brothers One Mike is sponsored by Kitchen Abs,
0: perfectly prepared portions. Hey, Youngstown area listeners, it's Joe from T-Bomb. Once again, we're talking about Kitchen Abs, but this time we're talking about their great selection of pancake mixes you can order right from their site. Now, whether you like blueberry cobbler, strawberry shortcake, they even have banana nut bread supercakes. You can rest assured Kitchen Abs has you covered. And maybe you're not a fan of all these flavors or prefer something a little more traditional Then the buttermilk flavored mix would be the perfect fit for your breakfast. The best part about all of this, these mixes are made from scratch with top of the line ingredients that are all nutritionally balanced. And with up to 36 grams of protein per serving, you just can't go wrong. Now, for more information or to place your order, go to kitchenabs.com. That's kitchenabz.com and get started today.
1: Welcome back, everybody. So, Joe, how, well, I know in your head you were thinking, I wonder how he would, how would he take his coffee? Uh, I don't, know. I, don't I, know. I was, I'm thinking light. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying be, to put something in there. I'm like, of course he doesn't need it. Doesn't, doesn't he doesn't need like coffee? It? Doesn't but, but, doesn't like but I think if he's sitting down with you in the morning, if he was, you know, sitting down with you in the morning, I think he would say, sure, give me a cup of coffee. No, why not? I'll have a couple. I I say he takes it it black. I don't think he takes anything in his coffee. I don't know that because, yeah, exactly. I like to think he would take his coffee the same way as me. That's selfish of me, I think. But um, that's just how I feel. Sticking to it, I don't care. Uh, I will say this, Teddy. we were talking
0: about earlier, uh, uh, you know, before about the uh, uh, different versions of of biblical text and, and what have you. But there's one other thing that I want to throw out there for sure. And then we can move on uh, with, I know you have a couple other things you want to talk about. Yeah. But one last thing that I would recommend for, for anyone out there, um, it, it really, after you're done, if you're familiar with with the Gospels, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, which is basically from birth to resurrection of Jesus, right? It's the the entire story. Um, it, it, there's some other things as well. Tony, you may appreciate it more when you're done. Uh, there's a show that's out called The Chosen, Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it yet. I'm sure you've probably heard mom talking about it. We, It is, I don't know how to explain it. They, There's a lot of artistic, they've taken a lot of uh, artistic views on things. However, they stick to the facts when we're talking about biblical facts. The things that you see in the Bible, they they do a really great job at presenting it in a way where, wow, it's, uh, uh, Jesus is so much more relatable as he was when he was incarnate, when he was a man. And you're you're looking it's not like you like the, the old you know the the old nineteen whatever sixties, seventies version, Jesus where he just where he's speaking King James version, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and you know what he's saying because that's what you heard in Sunday school that day and you and you don't you can't really give it another thought. This yeah. is something totally different. Uh, the way that they presented different apostles as it was kind of shown uh or, or meant to be shown in the gospels themselves it's just a whole new outlook on the whole thing and i'll tell you it's i, I think very responsible for a lot of people not only starting a relationship with god mm-hmm. but also refreshing and 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 kind of replenishing uh some of the mm-hmm. things that that you know maybe people maybe lost um you know kind of lost vision with or, or lost uh direction with and 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 has redirected them back on path in wanting to uh uh increase their spiritual I mean you get what I'm saying, right? So yes. you know, another thing, The Chosen, I would definitely look at it's an app. You can find it uh on, on your phone. Uh and I believe that T V has it. Yeah. And so excellent, excellent show. And uh again, especially if you are already um somewhat knowledgeable of the Bible.
1: I I have it and and I and I have to tell you, uh it's it's kind of cool because Jordan, uh, you know him. <laughs> he's, your, he's your nephew. Uh my son Jordan, ladies and gentlemen, and he is he is ten years old. He's on the spectrum, um, for autism. Uh, so he does both regular classroom study and he has an IEP. And uh, quite the interesting young man, uh, no filter. Um, and we accept that. <laughs> Yeah, if well, you
0: want to know the truth, you just just ask Jordan. Just ask
1: Jordan. <laughs> yeah, just ask Jordan. Uh, and uh, and so uh, he started watching it, and here was the crazy thing: I I didn't tell him to. Uh, and it was before our mother began to talk to the to her grandkids about this. He had already started watching it, and he's like, uh, I think he's on season one. I think he's on episode three. He does have a hard time sometimes understanding what's going on because of his attention span. Uh, but he, I don't say anything to him and then he'll come to me and ask me questions. So I think that's kind of, I think it's kind of cool when, when you talk about that.
0: Yeah. It, it's uh, funny too, because a lot of folks would, like, well, you know, they're doing this and they're doing that. Nah, nah, nah. But you know, lo- listen, the Bible says you, they'll know his voice. Okay. Yeah. They'll know his voice. A- a- and the fact is, if you check the fruit, okay, let me just elaborate on this check the fruit of, of what's being provided, right? So you're checking to see, all right, uh, is this actually something that is substantial? Are they really, is it really all that bad? I mean, the artistic view that they take on this and uh, some are, I can't remember the actual I'm paraphrasing. Um, but, but you look at it and you say, well, is it driving people away or is it bringing people to, and uh, you find that, well, I, I got to say, millions of people at this point—it's actually driving them to the Lord and starting a relationship—and and that's something to talk about too, because uh, it kind of breaks this mold, this idea that you need religion. Um, and I know this this is going to get a lot of years perked up, but I got to tell you, we're not called to have religious. It's not about your religion, okay. No. So those of you that are thinking, "Oh well, but I'm this and I'm that, and you're this and that," okay, it's not about religion. It's about relationship, and if this show is increasing the relationship between people and God, it's just fine. I don't see. I don't see that. First of all, I, I believe that if you're if you're doing something and it's creating a bad um, a bad relationship, I don't think it would be still going on to this day. To be honest with you, I think that oh, things would have been shut down one way or another. Uh, they've made it through Corona. They've made it through, and they're still producing and. Um, you know, there's there's no real reason to, to feel like this is something that's driving people away. So Yeah. Uh
1: had, uh, you know, and, and and we'll move on. Uh uh I well, I hate to say we'll move on because again, that sounds like that's all for nothing. We're gonna keep coming back to stuff like that. That's soul's about my body, soul. So it's the way it goes. Uh but uh the fact of the matter is this this has remained relevant. For over 2,000 years. I know some people don't like talking about it. I know some people say, oh God, here we go. We're going to talk about religion again. Folks, this is a part of life. And so we bring that to this show. And it's not the only thing we talk about, but it's extremely relevant in understanding that it's the, it's the foundation. It's the structure of, of well-being. It really is. And, and so we're going to continue to talk about it. And Joe, I try not to be I don't want to sound mean, but you know me. I'm very, very straightforward with people. It's going to come up. Some shows you might not hear us talk about it. Some shows we're going to talk about it a lot. Some shows we're just going to kind of maybe mention it. It just depends. This is an off-the-cuff show, so it's going to be mentioned a lot maybe. Here's the thing. You do not have to listen to Two Brothers One Mike or any other show that's relevant uh, to what we believe in. So that's the beauty of it, but that's on you. That's on you. We're not coming to your house and saying, "How dare you?" We, you know, you you make your decisions, but don't tell us how to run our podcast. It's that simple. It's yeah, easy. it's and it, simple, and it comes yeah, back yeah. to that
0: to that free will thing too. So.
1: Yeah. So I mean, there's
0: that. <laughs> there's that.
1: But you know, hey, let's get into let's get into some other stuff. Which again, we're, we're that other stuff we just mentioned is the foundation of the next stuff. Uh, in the other points we're gonna make. Let's talk about physical, all right? How many times in the Bible did they talk about physical, Joe? I mean, it's extremely important to take care of you. And so when we talk about physical and you talk about new year, new me, you're talking about this, the outer structure of your body, taking care of your bones, taking care of your tendons, taking care of your ligaments, taking care of your muscles. And to do that, to do that, some people say, I don't have time. Well, if you're going New Year, New Me and start starting January 1st, win the battle before you win the war. Even if you're only taking five minutes a day, especially if you have a sit-down job, to get up and stretch. Find a stretching app. Find something that teaches you how to stretch from your hips all the way up to your fingertips and all the way down to your toes. And maybe it's only a 15-minute, you know, a day stretching routine that you do at your lunch break, you do before work, you do after work. Get some type of movement in. Get a walking app. Get something that teaches you how to start off walking a half a mile, followed by a mile. Well, how fast should I be able to walk a mile? Well, I'll tell you what, from a trainer standpoint, I like you to get it to under a sub 15 minute mile when you're walking for speed. So work on that. Well, what if that takes me six months? Bet it takes you six months. If right now you're at 21 minutes, well, now what do you want me at? 18? No. I want you at, if you're at 21 exactly, I want you at 20 minutes and 59 seconds. Then 20 minutes and 58 seconds. Yeah. It did. Win the battle. Right. You guys, they, they, listen, here's why people, and I want to say this, this is why people quit exercise and nutrition because they feel like, okay, January 1st, I want to lose 16 pounds this month and I have a month and I want to gain seven pounds of muscle so it's so unrealistic and so because you're doing that you get there and you're like i only lost three pounds but you lost three pounds you know the thing is this it's yeah. it's, a, it, it's a health
0: to lose weight in a healthy way you should be only losing a half a pound to three quarters of a pound a week right. okay for what that's week? it for for per week and that's not to say, well, if you're not losing that, maybe you only lose a quarter pound this week. I don't know. Listen, you probably have a quarter pound of of garbage in your body. Sorry, I don't even want to say talk garbage. To you talk to You may have, yeah, you have a quarter pound of other stuff, okay, going on in your body, uh, and and so you don't know your true weight. And again, that's such a a fluid number, okay, uh, what's on the scale. But the point is this: that's being that's being healthy about losing that weight. All right, you're looking at a half a pound to three quarter pounds a week. That should be basically your goal, you know? And when it comes to this whole walking thing, if you need something structured, if you're looking for something, well, I don't have a trainer, and well, what if, and how about, okay, listen, couch to 5K. Look up the app. Couch to 5K. I, I think at some point it becomes a paid thing, but you can run your music in the background. You're not running the whole time. They have you walk, then they have you jog, then they have you walk, then they have you jog. And as time goes on, as days go on, they pre- they're preparing you for a 5K race here, okay? Right. You will slowly, but you and nobody says, well, they said, I have to run today and I don't want to, okay, so do the day before a uh, uh, routine,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, there's ways around it. There's so many things out there, especially with the internet and with, with applications on your phone. Uh, you know, there's really no excuse. If you want to do it, you're going to do it. We've talked about this before. You're either going to make plans or you're going to make excuses. And, Mind. you know, either way, you know, there's, it's you that's making that decision. So you're
1: responsible for you. I agree. And, and it, it, that carries right over into the two ends and that's nutrition and napping. Uh, and we've talked a lot about nutrition on this show. We've talked about, I, I, this is so weird. Sometimes people say to me, Oh, you do that podcast about intermittent fasting. Well, let's see, we've done 84 shows. And I think we've talked about intermittent fasting three times. Uh, maybe four times. It's so weird when people do that. It's, it's, it's not even close to one-tenth of what the nutritional part of the show is about. Intermittent fasting is just one eating lifestyle that you can put into all your other eating lifestyles, which is why we may mention that the most of the nutritional. even Even if you're eating in moderation, which is a fantastic way to approach things, intermittent fasting is part, folks, when you're not eating, you're fasting. So you can't. Those of you who say I'm not doing it. I I got bad news for you. If you go to bed at 10 o'clock at night and you wake up at seven in the morning and eat, you just fasted for nine hours. I, I don't it's, know what it's tell
0: literally you. called breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. Break fa- I, breakfast. I, I, there it
1: is. Yeah, it's it's it is what it is. And so you know, so people say, well, I want to start doing the intermittent fasting. How do I do it? Well, go back to our shows intermittent fasting one hundred and one. The, gi- the keto giant. The keto giant. What is that? The ketogenic uh, eating lifestyle and intermittent fasting combined. When well, we talked about that, is that possible? You'll find out. We're not a big fan of the ketogenic diet. We give everybody that opportunity to understand it. We, uh, Joe, I, you said it. You actually got irritated uh, in that show. Well, I don't the whole pizza thing. I can't. No, that doesn't. I'm I need there. no. I need yeah, carbs yeah. in my pizza. Yeah, I could do some dirty keto, which is still crazy. Still like fifty to sixty carbs a day. I, I don't. I don't agree with it one hundred percent at all. I understand how it works for some people. It does not work for everybody. But folks, when you're approaching these eating lifestyles, I don't care if it's the Mediterranean eating lifestyle, Paleo, keto, adding intermittent fasting. Eating in moderation, probably the most important one to understand, because that one will work the best for most people. You approach it with baby steps. You take baby steps. Well, what do you mean by that when it comes to eating in moderation? Instead of trying to figure out all this stuff at one time, Joe talks about the lose it app, and, and the whole caloric approach in the beginning. Let's just even go, let's dummy it down even more. I drink way too much pop. I'm committing, instead of drinking pop every day, I'm only going to drink pop on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays now. Then it's like, wow, this is easy. I'm only going to drink pop on Mondays and Fridays now. Then all of a sudden it goes down to, I love pop with Italian food. Anytime I'm eating pizza or spaghetti and meatballs, the the only, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the, the only sauce. time I'm going to have a glass of pop. Then all of a sudden it's like, I'm going to find a new, more nutritious drink and pop is going to be something I have at a cookout or on Thanksgiving. And and it just, so take the baby steps. Don't just say, I'm done with pop on January 1st. You will not be done with pop on January 1st. All of a sudden you'll be like, forget that. I'm drinking pop. And you'll go right back into that habit. It can go, it could be the same. We talked about habitual formations, the bad ones. And we talked about that 21-day rule and what that should pertain to. We talked about Dr. Maxwell Molly and Dr. Filippo Lali. I don't know how I always remember their two names, but I do. And we talk about the 21-day approach and how that came to be in a nutritional and an exercise lifestyle and how smoking does not apply to that. Drinking does not apply to that. Uh, Drinking pop does not apply to that. It takes, it takes time to break those harder to break habits. Um, sometimes those habits never go away. You just learn how to live a better lifestyle and how to kick them out of your head, how your brain gets stronger, and that takes time. So if you're gonna make this January 1st and not quit on February 1st, you gotta win the little battles, Joe. Uh, when it comes to napping, I said the two ends. We talked about nutrition, we talked about napping. We did a, we did a show, we talked about sleep, right? We talked about the importance of sleep. Even when we interview uh, the founder of the HydrationFoundation.org, Miss um, uh, Gina P- Abrea, our anthropologist um, out of California, she talks about sleep when it comes to hydration and how important sleep is. Uh, folks, napping is huge. I know it's not always something we can do on a daily basis, but we talk so much about napping during the day. I didn't say four naps a day. And I didn't say napping for two hours, but it's amazing how powerful a 20 to 25-minute nap can be by setting your alarm and taking that downtime to let the body sleep. You don't want to end up in your fourth stage or in your fourth cycle of sleep where you're so deep into the sleep that you wake up and you feel like you're in a coma and high at the same time. You don't even know where you're at. Uh, You want it to be more of a power nap where your body gets that much-needed rest and you wake up and it's amazing, six ounce cup of coffee sometimes, black coffee afterward, and you are so ready to go with the rest of your day. Napping is important. Try to fit that in at least on a daily basis once a day or at least on a weekly basis four or five times a week just to rejuvenate and kick that body's energy systems in to getting you to where you need to go to finish your day. Napping is huge. Try to work that in. Win the battle before you win the war. It's amazing that once you develop that habit and you figure out where it fits in your day, it, it works so well for so many people. Joe, I mean, I don't know. Is there anything you want to add to that before we hear from our second sponsor today?
0: Yeah, I'll say this, uh, especially with the the sleep and 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 you know the whole idea behind napping, um, what what kind of goes hand in hand. Keeping your body rested uh, is doing a lot more no, more than just allowing your body to rejuvenate and, and, and get you ready for the rest of the day. Uh, I know for me personally, and I talked about this in the fear of anxiety episode we did in, in, in season one, uh, one of the biggest issues that I was having, why I had so much anxiety going on, was the lack of sleep. Uh, I was only getting four, or well, between four and six hours of sleep a night, uh, and after so many nights... My brain was unteachable. Um, there were things that were bothering me, that were making me nervous, that had me completely upset. That it just didn't make any sense. And what would added to that is I would I'd be texting uh, uh, my other half here, telling him, you know, you know, I'm thinking of this or whatever, and he's like, okay, well, you can't think that way. And I'm like, I know I'm not supposed to. Why now? Not only am I anxious over what was making me anxious, but also the fact that I know better. And so it was like just doubling and tripling. I could never hit that switch to shut it off because every time I would get to a place where I could figure it out, what if would kick in? What if this or what if that? or What if they missed this? Uh, I had medical anxiety. It was really bad. I encourage you to watch that anyways or listen to that episode. Uh, (laughs) You know, listen to that episode. But it wasn't until I started to get a good night's sleep um, after about a week or so that everything just slowly but surely started to subside and I never realized the amount or the effect uh that that lack of sleep or lack of of rest can have on not just your body but also your mind uh the one gentleman that I've been speaking to about this uh via telemed but whatever uh he explained to me how there was actually a study Tony I wanted to, to look into this I don't know uh, I don't know that it was well-documented or or what have you, but he was explaining how the power of the mind is so strong. There was actually times of war where uh, anesthesia was not, was thought they didn't have it. Uh, and if, if able, they would actually hypnotize people and be able to perform surgery without them being in pain. So, you know, the power of the mind is pretty strong um you know this guy has 40 some plus years in in psychology uh definitely you know knows what he's talking about uh but it's something i always meant to research so they could bring it on but yeah i'll just mention it here let me ask you a question you said you talked to this gentleman oh well, yeah it's the guy who i had to talk to right. <laughs> i had to get through this stuff you know i uh, th- I, I talk wonder... about cognitive behavioral
1: therapy uh this was one of the gentlemen who were involved in that therapy absolutely I'd like to know, do you still stay in touch with him at all? Or do you have his contact information? Because this sounds like somebody I would love to have on the show. I'd like to talk about that very thing right there uh, when it comes to the yeah, I, I actually, I graduated from the
0: <laughs> the therapy uh, as time went on and I became more self-aware, was able to kind of get through things. It was like, okay, we're done. So yeah, I've not, I've not been in contact with him for, Quite some time now, actually. Really. Do you know his name? Is what I'm getting. I do, and
1: I, I could I could get in contact with him, so maybe that's something we do. I think everybody out there and two brothers on Mike and Melania say he's telling you to get a hold of him, Joe. He's yes, saying, I know. He, get him, yeah, yeah, I
0: know. I'll, um, I don't know how likely he is, but yeah, sure, why not? I mean, he wouldn't be the never first child that we've reached out to, wouldn't be the first, yeah, we have reached out to, never listen. heard from, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, l- listen, we've there's times when we don't hear from people that we reach out to and there's times we get people that we didn't think we're going to do the show uh, and they they are like people who jump at the opportunity um, so you know and you know for those of you out there who you know declined or didn't answer us I got bad news for you we're not leaving you alone uh, we're such a pain but um, that being said uh, one thing I want to add to this uh, with the sleep And I'm guilty of this joke. Uh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Uh, You you hear, I've said it before because people get on my case about it, but I actually do sleep way better now than I did a couple years ago, Uh, especially with the midnight. You guys working the midnight shift, I know it's more money, but I'm telling you right now, we were not made to be up from 12 o'clock to 8 o'clock in the morning. I I get it. If it's got to be for a short span of time, but when you can get to a day shift, whether it's 3 to 11, 7 to 3, 8 to 4, 4 to 12 even, it's way better than 11 to 7 over, overnight or 12 to 8 in the morning or 10 in the night, 10 at night till 6 in the morning. You are a, just creating a zombie effect in your body because your body's entire system is set up when the sun goes down for that melatonin to kick in and for your body to rest. It is a natural action in your body. It's a natural process. And I'll tell you, I, I was such a zombie for so many years. And I, when, I, when I'm i dead, well, let me tell you something for all of you out there, and this is me talking to myself too. Uh, if you're trying to be dead uh, quicker, uh, that's the way to go. Because, and I'm not saying you won't live to be 90 years old, but boy, are you taking the wrong route, and boy, are you increasing the percentages of not living to be that long. Is what i, I don't saying. know i
0: don't know how you never got into a car accident tony would pick me up when we were going somewhere and i had to make it a point to talk very loud and very frequent <laughs>
1: because the whole time i'm just watching i'm like whoa hey i'm in the car let me <laughs> let me tell you let me, <laughs> let me tell you a true story i'm gonna tell you a true story rot 680 for those of you from youngstown ohio rot 680 there would be times there was probably three times don't tell our mother uh, there would be three times she probably gets so irritated when we mention her like that on the show. Um, I was driving that 680 coming home from work, sun glaring in my face as it rises up over the horizon, and uh, a good friend of mine, two good friends of mine, Rick Michaels and John Crook, uh, John Crook Jr., they will tell you if we ever had them on the show, they would be driving next to me and they would have to hit their horn. Because I would start to doze off, and they would see it, and I would look over at them, and they would be laughing hysterically, telling me, "Wake up!" Like you know, I, and then I would be like, you know, and 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 that was uh, towards the end of me saying, "That's it, I." Sometimes that this.
0: sun doesn't help because when it's beating in your face, it's making you squint, Now your eyes are halfway there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're almost. This is not help. <laughs> it's not, and then I started driving with someone at that point, Mr. Joey Ostrowski, and and we drove together all the way till Lordstown closed, and those of you who know the story, I ended up in Lansing. Uh, and, and so, uh, when it comes to General Motors, a uh, whole different show someday. Talk about off the cuff. Um, I won't be the best me, I don't think. I'll try, that day. Uh, so, you know, that being said though, sleep is important. Uh, please get that concept like I had to do out of your head I'll sleep when I'm dead that rhymed I didn't mean to do that uh but it's 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 a horrible way to view sleep I could tell you that right now folks go to that episode about sleep and the importance of it and how to get a better night's sleep and even when we talk about hydration with uh, Gina Berea our anthropologist uh, she even talks about the importance of sleep and the effect on the brain and how it affects hydration um that being said There I go with that again, because I can't stop saying that. Let's hear from our sponsor. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Two Brothers One Mike is sponsored by YSN, your sports network.
0: Loyal, local, live. Hey, everyone. It's Joe from Two Brothers One Mike. For all of our sports enthusiasts out there from the Northeast Ohio and Western Pennsylvania area with busy schedules, we know you can't always make it to the big game. Well, we have some great news for you. Now is your chance to listen or watch your favorite high school teams compete on the YSN network. Covering multiple sports from more than 50 area high schools, as well as Youngstown State University baseball and the Mahoney Valley Scrappers and so much more. What's that? No longer live in the Northeastern Ohio or Western Pennsylvania area? No problem. You can go to YSNlive.com on any browser or download the YSN Live app available on both the App Store and Google Play, so you can listen wherever you'd like to start your sports binge and streaming experiences today. Now, back to our
1: podcast. Welcome back, everybody. So, we're talking about so many different things today off the cuff, but all related to the one concept, Joe, New Year, New Me. Uh, Again, the audio of New Year, New Me, where we kind of rant on everybody needing January 1st to be the beginning of their process. We have that in the description of this podcast so everybody who wants to hear that audio where we tell you that it shouldn't be this one particular day that you start the new year new me uh, I think it's unhealthy personally uh, it's in the description of the podcast go ahead and listen to the show it's not audio. it's not video it's audio only we weren't doing video yet now here we are doing video we're here we are with that new year new me we're doing an off the cup special we're in January and we're saying listen you know Okay, if you have to make it January 1st, you have to approach this a different way. You have to win the battles before you win the war. You can't run into the gym and think everything is going to happen for you in two weeks. You can't run into the, the kitchen and think your nutritional plans are going to happen and everything is going to happen for you in two weeks. It's ridiculous how some of these exercise programs, Joe, these nutritional programs, these people who try to lower you in, We talked about this with the fitness industry and how irritating it is to us when people try to say, there's a lady right now on TikTok and she's on YouTube too. we're not mentioning names. We don't mention names. But she goes on and she goes, she shows her, her, I guess it's her. All I see is somebody from the shoulders to the knees, heavy set, heavier in the the stomach area with um, basically what we call a training bra. You know, they have those training bra and yoga pants. And that's what you see. And she's very slender woman, looks a little bit older, looks in great shape for her age. She may be between 55 and 60 years old. Looks in great shape. I guess that's her. I, I don't see the face there. But now all of a sudden I see all of her. It's a video. It's not just a picture. How to go from that to this in one year? It looks like she lost... 40, 45 pounds, not saying that's not possible, toned up really nice. And she goes, just do this. And she starts show- showing all these core workouts she does. Knee to elbow, standing up, lying down, doing these different bicycle exercises and, and and the raising of the knees and the hips, driving the knees to the chest, doing side planks. She's doing all that, and she's claiming that she gained that lean muscle and lost all that body fat doing that. And they then, do anything and- nutrition-wise. Immediately, my blood pressure is going through the roof because it's, 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 I don't want, ma'am. I appreciate that journey. If that's you in the picture, God bless you. Quit lying to people. Yeah. Why are you telling them about what they need to do from a kitchen standpoint, from a mental standpoint, how their focus needs to change? Somebody, we've talked about so much in this show mind, body, and soul. You need to approach everything and you need to take it slow and you have to win the battle. You have them thinking immediately about winning the war, and that's where your mind loses the battle, Joe, because you want to look like that lady immediately. Where are all the pictures of you January 7th, yeah. January yeah. 15th? This uh, the, is what upsets me. The problem
0: is, that, and it's from a marketing standpoint, right? They know right. that all that all they want to do is give you the end result. They don't want to tell you about the dash in between the dates, like, like Tony's saying. And it's more about, hey, you can achieve this, and you can achieve this now. It's pretty sad. It's a pretty sad state of affair that that uh, our country is in for certain. Um, I'll say this. I had a young lady who <clears throat> I was uh, doing the pictures at White House Fruit Farm um, you know, for the fall. I have families that come up, and I do these 10-minute quick portrait sessions, and I, I do God, so many a day. But anyways, I had this one woman come, and she, you know, I, I always get, I get the same thing over and over again. You know, can I Photoshop this and that, whatever, whatever they're uncomfortable with, uh, you know, it's always kind of a funny thing because it's not that kind of session. You get what you get on this. It's sort of a Santa session, uh, but done far more professionally than that. Uh, anyways, leave it there. So the one woman comes to me and she's like, you know, is there anything you could do with my weight? You know, and I, and I just kind of laugh and I'm like, listen, this is you. This is your, you know what I mean? This is who you are right now. Uh, and I kind of leave it there. And I'm always kind of looking for an opportunity to throw in about the podcast or say something, you know. But Always. It's really not the kind of place like I could be like, well, if you're dissatisfied with the way you look, you know, I mean. I, nice? I like <laughs> they see They see me as a photographer. They don't see me as a trainer. And so... I really can't say anything about, you know, weight loss or weight gain or, you know, it's like, well, you know, it's, it becomes, I think, a uh, 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 little, uh,
1: I don't know, like. Uh, if you feel like you're stepping outside of your boundaries, so to speak. Yeah, I, what I'm trying to say is I need to stay in my lane yeah. <laughs> when I'm
0: there. Well, when, there's when, a when pro- I'm wearing the photo, when I'm wearing the photographer hat, I got to stay in the photography lane. I can't, you know, but she kind of opened up the door when she said. I quit smoking and I gained weight and it shows. Now, okay, I can't let that go because here's the deal. I also quit nicotine and, and restarted and quit and restarted, restarted 10, 15 years after I quit and had to quit again. I, I know it's, it's not a straight path. I really wish it was. It's not. Here's the bigger deal, though. Can we take a minute just to be happy with the fact that we quit nicotine? like let's get through that battle first right and so we're talking and she's explaining how she has a she has a trainer she has a nutritionist and you know she's having her eat this and that and the other thing and they're prepping her for bariatric surgery that's that's the diet that this nutritionist is trying to put her on so that she loses mm-hmm. weight but enough to get the surgery and when I start to open up and explain to her about intermittent fasting and how she can lose and and how, you know, you can forego that surgery. um the only thing that was said back to me was, "But then I won't be able to get the surgery." You see, this is a person who would rather undergo a knife for immediacy as opposed to and and, and understand that she was a large woman. I, I can give her that and and probably would have had to at some point, you know, because you get the apron. It, that doesn't right. always happen, but, but I feel like that, that may have been something that would have been in her future, but that wasn't, that, that's a totally different thing that we're talking about here. Like there, you don't have a choice that like you're not going to lose that otherwise this though, the unhealthy part, the, the visceral fat and the things that instead of foregoing all of that, uh, uh, foregoing the knife and, and putting it. And I just looked at her and, and realized what she was saying. And I said, well, yes, you're right. You probably wouldn't need the surgery. I, I just had nothing else that I could possibly say to that. Um, it, that's how bad it's gotten. That's how bad it has gotten The people want, they want, and they want now. That they would actually, you know, if I could just do this, and I don't have to worry about any of that stuff. What bad news is, I know at least three people who have had that surgery, and they're not small anymore. Uh, I know one gentleman who has, he actually had the surgery, put on the weight, and until he took how had to do the whole diet thing anyhow to lose all that weight. And now he is in a healthy, in, in, in good shape. He could have did that without the bariatric surgery, you know, uh, and, and he's doing forty five for himself
1: now. But I mean, I, it's really that bad now. I, I, there's no so, excuse for it. Yeah. You know, I know a handful of people who have done that surgery. All right. Uh, I know one person, one, that she does a fantastic job of keeping the weight off. Sure. She battles. She battles, but she refuses to. She puts, uh, it's frustrating for her at times, but she, she knows and she just keeps on battling. And, and, you know, there are some complications when it comes to, you know, what they, when they do what they do with your stomach, but, I, I give her so much credit because she really puts in the effort and has kept off, boy, I, I don't know, 80, 85 pounds for, it's way more than a decade. It's I think it's about 15, 15 years, more than 15 years now. So, you know, I, I give her so much credit because she knows that it could turn her around. She's the only one I know that has not gone south with it and gained all the way back. I've seen a couple people that we knew in our personal lives pass away again, all the way back and have the complications. And it's it, there's so much, there's so many, it, it, if you're going to, to be okay with the complications and live the healthiest lifestyle you can. Okay. Your doctor needs to be upfront with you about that. First of all. And I would like to think the surgeons are, and I do like, I do like the approach Joe where the surgeon says, listen, I need to know how dedicated you are to this. You're going to lose forty to fifty pounds, and I'm going to watch this happen first, or I'm not doing it. The problem is that people do some crazy dieting plan. They lose that weight, and when you're that heavy, we've talked about this on the show before. It's you easy, quick yeah. to lose that weight, yep. and and then you before you hit that that wall, mm-hmm. and so and so that happens, and then the doctor says, the surgeon says, okay, great. They do the surgery, and then the people don't stick with the... Well, yeah, because now it's in their head. I've, I've had the surgery. I don't need to do it anymore. Yeah. And when it comes to the skin, that is a health issue. So I, from what I understand insurance purposes wise that's at a very expensive surgery. Insurance will only cover it if the doctor deems it to be a health issue, the excess skin. So it has to be... I don't know if it's the weight or how far it hangs over or or how much excess skin you have before the doctor deems it an unhealthy situation and insurance says we will cover that. But if it's excess everywhere and insurance says we're not covering it, then the people are kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because it's an expensive surgery. And, man, I mean, I'm talking thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, and it's like purchasing a new house. And so, you know, I keep, I, I I am going to get those AirPods quicker. You know how many times I've hit this wire already? (laughs) You're probably going to be like editing the show going, are you kidding me? (laughs) But, um, so, you know, it's just, I understand where people are coming from, but it's that, it's that we want to win the war. We want to win the war right now. And we don't want to win the battle right now. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it leads me to the last thing, but but go ahead and say what you want to say first.
0: Yeah, real quick. I was just going to say, you know, and, and and I get this too, because I used to think the same thing when I was 250 pounds, okay? Uh-huh. Um, How much do you weigh uh, out? Tell everybody. See, well, so we're going to talk about that real quick, New Year, New Me. Uh, so uh-huh. <laughs> It's kind of a funny story, but the, real quick, I was there at 250, okay? Yes. Well, well I mean, for three years, it took me for me to get to a point where I'm at now and that that, that I think was an actual uh, a great segue into the story I'm going to tell so you know new year new me isn't really my thing um instead I say January 1 is when I get back to the old me because the old me is the new me you know that's that's I, to, does yeah yeah you talked about this in the audio show I, I, yeah okay yeah. so that, that that's what I get back to me to the old me which is not the old old me the old me who works out and watches what he eats and you know, is a good little boy. Uh, but during the holidays, which aren't supposed to be that long, but I'm human, listen, I step on, <laughs> I need a baseline, okay? The way that I run things here, for me personally, in the summer, there's a three-week vacation in Florida. Um, I need to feel comfortable taking my shirt off. That's my own thing. So to me, that's sort of my season, right? You have football season, you have hockey season, you have beach season, Okay. And so I go for the beach body. That's that's what I do. It's my own. That's my own personal thing that I do. A cool. So I know I know that I have time. I know that I have time for that. Okay, um, yeah. I don't want to be self conscious in taking my shirt off. I did that when I was two fifty. That shirt didn't come off ever, ever, ever. I just I couldn't be that guy. That that as a young kid, I would point out and be like, "Why is he doing that?" So you were like, that. Oh, I, I I was. You were the port- guy in the pool with the shirt on. No, yeah yeah, just, yeah, yeah, couldn't do it, and there was and there was no reason to, cause it's not like everybody around me was you know, ripped up and shredded, or they all had bellies three times bigger than mine. you know, I could have just blended right in, but I just was not in that place because I was never there prior to when I put all that weight ga- all that weight on. so I get it. um, but my point is though, so now here I am, I need my baseline uh and see what the holidays did to me because although I'll sit here and rant that there're only four days a year.
1: Uh, okay. There's a, i am I'm gonna get... tell you. Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you what the problem is, though. But go ahead. I, when yeah. you're done here, I'm gonna tell you what the problem is. Go ahead. I'll probably say it before you do. Uh, okay. So the point is, um, yeah. So four
0: days, not really. Uh, I stepped on the scale, and from the prior time that I stepped on it on my on my phone, it, it's it's connected to my phone, the you know Bluetooth. So I get on the scale. And I look down, and I kind of expected to see this number, and I'll, I'll disclose it, whatever. I expect to see a number around this area. I look at my phone, and I get a message that pops up. Are, are you the same per- <laughs> <laughs> person? Am I the same problem? <laughs> How offensive is this? Are you the same person? Who are you? Yeah, what like have you done? Too much weight has been put on since the last time you stepped What in- have you done with Joe? So, so going into uh, the holidays, I was probably about 190, 191, going into the holidays, Uh, going into October, as I like to say, going into October, uh, uh, which is far from even Thanksgiving, so I guess I count Halloween in this one, too. I I have to, because I got to add every day possible, Um, I went from like 188, 190, that area, to Like 201 pounds. (laughs) Okay. All right. I put on about 10, 11 pounds. Now, here's the deal. I'm at a place now in my whole journey that every year this happens. And you know what? Do I wish that I'd not overindulge? Do I wish that I didn't do that? Yes. Am I worried about it? No. No, because Joe knows that this happens every year. And although every year it may get just a little bit harder to take that weight off, it's a matter of self-discipline, which I've learned. It's a matter of routine, which I've learned. Um, and and so I have the, the know-how uh, through winning each battle f- and learning from each battle to know how to win the war that come June when it's time for me to go on my little summer vacation for a few weeks, that way it'll be gone. All of it will be gone. I want idea. to encourage. I want to encourage everybody to look at pictures of people like Lee Priest in his off off season. Lee Priest was a bodybuilder, okay? Professional bodybuilders taken yeah, little guy, little guy. i oh, was uh, uh, taken home some 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 titles though, okay. You look at him in his off season and then you look at him in his on season. Now I'm not saying guy, man, he's sort of Lee Priest here. My point is if it, like we we have this idea of what a healthy body is supposed to look like and what health looks like. And I put it to you that I can show you pictures of me when I was on keto, where you would swear he is 1000% healthy. And, and I was the, in the worst shit, skinny fat, we call it. I was in the worst shape ever, ever period, ever. Um, my cholesterol was completely through the roof. Um, they wanted me on statins like right now. Uh, it, it just, everything was very bad and I'm not trying to put down keto there. I was doing it incorrectly. I was doing it the way that I can do it. When I found out the true way to do it is when I decided I don't like keto. Um, Mm -hmm. and we talk about that in the, in the whole thing about the keto diet. But my point to all of this, uh, not only to add a little bit of humor into this, but also is to say that, listen, I can, Tony has been in shape and in healthy most of his life. Okay. He has had bouts, no doubt. He has had bouts. But I just started but a few years ago. I'm 48. um, So I, I get it. I totally can say that I understand that it's hard to start and it's hard to stay on track. And I still fall off. Hello? 10 pounds, 11 pounds. since October. I know. But you cannot. So come February, March, April, when you're struggling with Easter candy, Which, by the way, that reason that I think Tony's going to give uh, is probably that, that I have children. uh, And that with the holidays, you don't eat cookies once. Um, We bake cookies and then they sit in the pantry and they just sit there staring at you, staring at you and calling your name. Every time you walk in the pantry, you walk out with one. It's just one. It's just one. (laughs) I know. Uh, You know, it's not not healthy, but I did enjoy every one of them. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, and, no, I'm and I, sure. I going to apologize for it. Well, you should enjoy them, but but it's it's more than that. It, it, it's kind of that, but it's way more than that. I'll tell you the problem. And if you're all watching this out there, if you're a Pentagopolis, if you're a Sargentopolis, if you're a Phillips, <laughs> if you're a Phillips, if you're watching this show, you're the problem. Because you guys forced us to bring home food to feed 2,000 people. Folks, I don't even have room in my week. We go to my Fias, my aunts. Uh, we go to my Fias and my fios. We go to, you know, we go, uh, at, when we were younger, we would go to Yaya and Papu's, uh, Grandma Phillips's, uh, Aunt Joyce and Uncle Frank's, uh, our parents' house. And every time we would go somewhere, there they work. You know those folks, those carry-home containers that come in, like, 200 containers inside the you, plastic bag? You get them from a restaurant. Yeah, you get them from a restaurant our families would now begin to pile in all the extra food because they cooked food. There's 12 people there, and they cooked food for, for 36. And now you've got to bring home, no lie, eight containers of food on top of what you ate there. And you're you're, you're trying to explain to your Thea. You're trying to explain your, your aunt, for those of you who don't know what that is. You're trying to explain to Yaya, Grandma. You're trying to explain to Papu, Grandpa. You're trying to explain to your mother, we can't, this food is going to spoil. And the immediate response from our mother every time, freeze it, just put it in the freezer. How big of a freezer do I have? It's it's so crazy. And so now I feel obligated to not waste food. So me and my kids and people who come over, I force you know, plates of food on them. And we can't finish it. And the next thing you know, Joe, I go from 182 to 190. Yep. I gained eight pounds. And so, you know, now I'm like, okay, I'm almost done now. Well, the the food, obviously, it's January 25th now for those. Yeah, it's who not know. around now. I hope it's not. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's been gone for weeks now. Yeah. But, you know, so it's just, it's crazy because, and, and and with the cookies, I go to someone's house to visit. They got a tray of cookies waiting to bring home. I I met friends out for for lunch, they they bring a tray of cookies, and, and, and so you can't you just can't escape it, and you just accept that though. I accept that, and I just get right back to what I was doing. Yeah, and, one one thing that
0: makes it worse, and this is something I want to encourage you that the, the those of you that are starting down that down that new year, new me, um, don't make the food go away by eating it uh that was my other my other my other philosophy well the sooner i eat it it's gone and then i can't eat it anymore you know uh you should probably throw it away and i know i know that that, okay then give it away okay Mm -hmm. give somebody else uh, uh some of the food Then don't 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 come up with the idea that this is like I'll, because that's, I know that's what I do. That's another thing that I do. It's like, well, there's only like 15 left. And so I'll just yeah. finish the, the sooner I eat them, the sooner they're gone, the sooner I, I can't eat them anymore. Like, like the store doesn't exist as if they will we'll never bake another cookie. So that's probably not a, not a good idea. It's not a good, it's not a good theory. It's not a good philosophy. I, w- I would not adhere to that. uh If
1: I were you. Throw that philosophy out the window, but do that. But keep this philosophy uh, as we wrap up today's show. This was a long show today. This might end up being our longest show thus far. It's going to compete with Fear of Anxiety and the Jenny the Jenny Maynor interview. Jenny Maynor, yeah, uh, boss. yeah. Uh, but those shows both, I think, they might be our top two. Are they're close? They're close to our top two. So I'm fine with that. And um, a show of this length, of this magnitude, with so much information, especially when we're going off the cuff. So don't listen again. Win the battle. Wow, today's episode, I don't know how long it's going to be when Joe's done editing, but I think it's going to be every bit of an hour and a half. Um, And so just say to yourself, I'm going to listen to it in three parts. I'm going to listen to it in my drive home, to and from work, this day, this day, and this day. 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah, but by this time in the show, when they hear what you just said,
0: they've already listened to the whole show. (laughs) Yeah, it's their fault. (laughs) or maybe two-thirds of it. Maybe uh-huh. maybe you only heard half so
1: far. That's true. <laughs> Should have said that in the beginning. Oh, well. Oh, well. You know, I listen to the ocean. This is good information here. Uh, don't tell me you don't have time. If you're cleaning the house and you're cleaning it uh, deep clean, this is the perfect show right here for a deep clean. It takes your mind off all the deep cleaning while you're re-energizing with your 30-minute plan. This is the last thing I want to talk about today, Joe. Uh-huh. It's It's my plan. It's my plan you're gonna see this you can adjust this plan however you want this this pertains more to projects around the house maybe just one aspect but I'm gonna use that as an example uh Joe, you know this uh, we've actually mentioned this we want a studio that's that's a and we're mentioning it we ha- we didn't really mention it all the time mentioning it now because it's going to happen it's happening this year um and so, that studio happens to be in the same four walls as where I'm sitting. Uh, that's where it's going to start. We have a perfect area uh, in this house here where we're going to start doing our our in-studio work. And there's some work that needs done in that room. And it's that one wall. we need to, We need to work on this one wall. And so I'm looking at this wall every day and I'm thinking, what am I going to do? How am I going to start this? And I came up with this, I said, how about the 30 minute rule? Folks, here's how I'm going to approach that wall. I'm going to get all the prep ready one day. It might take me about 30 minutes to get everything set up. Once I visually see it all set up, that's progress. That means ready to go. The next day, I may begin the process of fixing what I need to fix on that wall. I'm gonna do it for 30 minutes. Once I see that progress mentally, Mentally, that tells you progress. Keep going, keep going. When you see progress in anything you're doing, it drives you, it motivates you to finish that project. So instead of saying this is going to take seven, eight, nine hours to do in one day, do it 30 minutes at a time leading up to, and who knows, you might start getting closer to the end and say, you know what, there's about two hours left of this project. I'm getting it all done today. I'm motivated. Let's get it done. When it's done, that process is done, and that 30-minute rule kicked in. You can dummy this rule down, Joe. 15-minute rule, 10-minute rule, 5-minute rule, 2-minute rule. Whatever you want to make this rule with smaller projects, smaller goals that you have, mind, body, and soul, use that 30-minute rule to win the battles in order to get to the war, and that will ease your mind And all of the stress and anxiety when it comes to needing to get things done in 2023. That's basically what I have today. Anything you want to add to the 30 minute rule before we go into next week's show?
0: Yeah, you know, I've actually I've seen a different version of that, but it's along the same lines. Uh, Somebody was talking about like you're talking about with one project, but say you have things to do like uh, you're doing laundry and uh, you have to prep food for dinner and uh, get you know know, help the kids study for a test or whatever. So you're doing 15 minute increments at each. And then as you know what I mean, until you get one thing accomplished and then you use that 15 minutes to tack on to the thing that's taking longer. So now you have one of your things probably your laundry, God knows, probably folding your laundry. you will <laughs> put a half an hour instead of 15 minutes into it. Uh, you see what I'm saying? And you kind of roll over till you accomplish all of your tasks. I know for me, it's kind of hard to do that um, just because I'm, again, it's that all or nothing thing. And I have to be careful not to let that kind of rule the day, um, you know, how I'm going to accomplish all of my tasks through, through a day. Uh, but it, it can pose, uh, you know, a little bit of an obstacle. Um, that said, though, giving it a try. Nobody said 15 minutes is a hard, hard and fast rule. Uh, you know, maybe it is a half an hour. On each thing until you get everything done. I know with me, I have a, a spe- uh, I spend a portion of my morning after I'm done with all of my reading and, and getting the kids off to school. Now it's time to get bills all together and and <laughs> do all of our finances and what have you. Uh, you know, I have different things that I get done that have to get done, and then there's a the little extras that get sprinkled in, uh, doctor's appointments, and you know, uh, running to the store, whatever.
1: Adulting, adulting,
0: yeah, adulting as as it's as it's uh, affectionately known. Um, you know. But again, there are different variations that you could always throw into that and uh, uh, make it work for you.
1: Yeah, and and when you, I, I kind of like that that fifteen minutes here, fifteen minutes there, fifteen minutes here until you accomplish something. Because with my ADD, uh, I can't stay on task. I can't believe I, I can't believe I've sat in on this podcast as long as I have, and I've been able to focus on what's going on. It's like a huge victory for me, because. I feel like I'm going to get this done, this done, this done. So that 15-minute rule, 15 minutes in the laundry, 15 minutes working with my kids on homework, 15 minutes completed, and then go back over, maybe almost like rounds until you finish something and it makes you feel better. I kind of like that. That's something maybe a lot of us can try who have that particular situation with ADD, ADHD. Um, but, But next week, who's coming back to the show for like the sixth, Seventh time
0: now, yeah. Next week we have Ron, the pharmacist, coming back. Uh, we're going to be talking about supplements in sports—the good, the bad, and the ugly.
1: Yeah, um, so he's coming back, and we're going to talk about certain supplements. Um, what you know, young people, listen, uh, or parents who are going to listen to this show, have your young people listen with you. Certain supplements are okay to take. And but you have to really pay attention to what you're taking when you are at the college level, especially. Even there's a lot of high schools now that test. Some dope, actually probably more don't than do. But you have to, you know, you can go into a store and buy something, folks, and not realize people say when they test you for steroids, they're looking at your testosterone levels. They're looking at your fat-free mass index, your FFMI. And is it logically uh, explain? can you explain this? How did you gain this much in this period of time that quickly sometimes it doesn't make sense. And when they see these levels so elevated, that's when they want to know what you're taking and they want to know what's in it. And there's certain things that are completely banned from the market. So we're going to talk about this stuff. Um, you know, it, it, we, may, we may rant a little bit um, when it comes to professional athletes show. And, you know, maybe like, you know, a lot of people talk about the Barry Bonds issue in Major League Baseball. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And we're going to talk about that. All right. We're going to talk about that because I get what a lot of people are talking about. I also get the other side. Um, And so we'll rant a little bit. Ron, the pharmacist, will rant a little bit about that. We'll get into that a little bit. And I think it's going to be a great show.
0: All right. Well, until then, I want to remind all of you, be sure to give us a rating or review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or opinions, you can leave us a message via the link in this episode's description. And finally, remember to join us every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening.
1: All right, everybody. Thank you out there. Happy New Year. I know it's only January 2nd while we're doing the show, but it's January 25th. Today, 2023. Actually, I think it's January 18th, Tony. we're uh, pretty sure the last one was set up for... Oh, yeah. Yeah. the yeah. yeah. Maybe it's only the 18th. Boy, they've been listening to this show the whole time and going, what's going on here, right? But that's okay. Uh, I think we're going to get in trouble with our entire family for calling them out for giving us too much food, feeding, trying to overfeed us all the time, but that's okay. We'll live. We'll get through it. I'm out of here, Joe. i done.